For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, the Minha Offering, a gift from the heart. This is part two of the series. A Minha Offering is an offering made by fire. Spiritually, fire represents the trials of our faith. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, it is written, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire. In James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, it is written, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or trials. And then in James chapter 1, verse 12, Blessed is that man that endures temptations or trials and tribulations. For when he is tried, how are we tried? By fire. He shall receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those that love him. Fire represents refinement and purification. In Psalm chapter 12 verse 6 it is written, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Zechariah chapter 13 verse 9 it is written, And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. And they will call on my name, and I will hear them, and I will say, It is my people. And they will say, The Lord Lord is my God. In Malachi chapter 3 verse 3 it is written, And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Next we're going to see that the Minha offering was commanded by the God of Israel to be offered with salt. In Leviticus chapter 2 verse 13 it is written, In every oblation of your meat offering or Minha you shall season with salt. Neither shall you suffer the salt of the covenant of your God to be lacking from your meat offering or minha. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. So Yeshua made a reference to this in Mark chapter 9 verse 49 as it is written, For every one shall be salted with fire and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Next, we can see that the burnt offering was given with salt. In Ezekiel chapter 43, verse 18 and verse 24, it is written, And he said unto me, Son of man, thus says the Lord God, These are the ordinances of the altar in the day when they shall make it, to offer burnt offerings thereon, and to sprinkle blood thereon. And you shall offer them, and the priests shall cast salt upon them, and they shall offer them for a burnt offering unto the Lord. So why did the God of Israel require that his offerings be made unto him with salt? Well, salt represents something that is fixed forever and unchangeable. 
In other words, since the altar represents worship under the God of Israel, he wants us to worship him through an eternal, personal relationship that he wants to have with us. In the book, The Salt Covenant by Clay Trumbull, on page 134, he explains, Salt stands for and corresponds and symbolizes blood and life. As such, it represents the supreme gift from the supreme giver. Because of this significance of salt, when made use as a means of a lasting union or representing an eternal relationship with someone, the covenant of salt as a form of a blood covenant is a covenant fixed, permanent, unchangeable, and enduring forever. The Minha offering was used for cleansing. We can see this from Leviticus chapter 14, verse 2 and verse 20, as it is written. This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering or the Minha upon the altar. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and he shall be clean. A Minha is to be brought in a clean vessel. Isaiah chapter 66 verse 20. And they shall bring of your brethren for an offering or a minha unto the Lord out of all nations to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, as the children of Israel bring an offering, a minha, and a clean vessel unto the house of the Lord. So what does this spiritually represent? It means that in our service to the God of Israel, we are to have clean hands and a pure heart. In Psalm chapter 24, verses 3 and 4, it is written, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord, referring to Mount Zion, an alternative name for Jerusalem? He that has clean hands, that means what we do, and a pure heart, that is our motives. The minha was offered with frankincense. In Leviticus chapter 2, verse 1, it is written, And when any will offer a meat offering, a minha, unto the Lord, his offering shall be a fine flour, and he shall pour oil upon it and put frankincense thereon. Oil and frankincense are used in the minha offering. Leviticus chapter 2, verse 2, it is written, And he shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests, and he shall take thereout his handful of the flour thereof, and of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof, and the priest shall burn the memorial of it upon the altar. The minha offering is to be unleavened with oil. In Leviticus chapter 2, verse 4, it is written, And if you bring an oblation of a meat offering, a minha, baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. So the minha offering is baked with oil. In Leviticus chapter 6, verse 21, it is written, In a pan it shall be made with oil, and when it is baked, you shall bring it in, and the baked pieces of the meat offering, or the minha, you shall offer for a sweet savor unto the Lord. It is eaten with unleavened bread. Leviticus chapter 6, verse 16, And the remainder thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat with unleavened bread. Shall it be eaten in the holy place? In the court of the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall eat it. The minha offering, which spiritually represents a gift from a heart, cannot contain leaven. That means impure motives. In Leviticus chapter 2 verse 11 it is written, No meat offering or minha which you shall bring unto the Lord shall be made with leaven. So the minha offering is most holy under the God of Israel and it is not to contain leaven. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 17 it is written, It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it unto them for their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy as is the sin offering and as is the trespass offering. 
offering. Spiritually, unleavened bread represents being without sin. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, it is written, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Then, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, it is written, But as he which has called you was holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That means your lifestyle. Because it is written, quoting from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, be holy, for I am holy. We can see how leaven represents sin in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, as it is written. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, or the old way that you lived your life, according to the desires and ways of the flesh in the carnal mind, that you may be a new lump a new creature in Messiah, as in him you are unleavened, you seek to live a holy life. For even Messiah, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. One application of leaven is it represents hypocrisy, which is an impure heart. Luke chapter 12 verse 1 it is written in the meantime when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people insomuch that they tread upon one another he began to say unto his disciples first of all beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees which is hypocrisy among other things the leaven of the Pharisees consisted of they wanted to have status or praise among men Luke chapter 11 verse 43 it is written woe unto you Pharisees for you love the upper most seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets. Leaven is associated with the works of the flesh. Paul outlines this in Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 to 21 as it is written. Now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before as I have have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So leaven is associated with those things which the God of Israel hates and are an abomination unto him. These things are outlined in Proverbs chapter 6 verses 16 to 19 as it is written. These six things does the Lord hate, yea seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among brethren. Paul mentioned the leaven that was associated with the sins of the Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, it is written, It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. Then in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 20 and 21, For I fear lest when I come I shall not find you such as I would, and that I shall be found unto you such as you would not, lest there be debates and endings and strifes and wraths and backbitings and whisperings and swellings and tumults. And lest when I come again my God will humble me among you, that I shall bewail many which have sinned already and have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they have committed. 
So leaven is associated with sin. Unleavened bread speaks to holiness, sincerity of heart, and walking in truth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 7 and 8, it is written, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that is, the way we lived our life before coming to Messiah, driven by the flesh and the desires of the flesh, that you may be a new lump, a new creature in him, where you're pursuing righteousness and holiness, having a lifestyle of being unleavened. As in Messiah, you are now unleavened. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity of heart and walking in truth. So if unleavened bread is associated with truth, what is truth? The Torah is truth. Psalm 119 verse 142 it is written, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your Torah is the truth. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1 and verse 6 it is written, And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. The Torah of truth was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity, and did turn many away from iniquity. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. In John chapter 16 verse Verse 13, it is written, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, is come, he will guide you or lead you into all truth that is following Yeshua and keeping his commandments. For he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So the Torah is truth, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth, and Yeshua is truth. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father but by me. And then in Second John chapter 1, verse 4, it is written, I rejoice greatly that I found of your children walking in truth. In other words, they believed in Yeshua, and in doing so, they were following the Torah, and they were being led by the Holy Spirit, as we have received the commandment from the Father. So Paul referred to the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. We saw that truth is Yeshua, his Torah, keeping his commandments, being led by the Holy Spirit. Sincerity refers to having a pure heart and pure motives in the things that we do. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, it is written, Bless Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Then first Peter chapter one verse twenty two. Seeing that you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. The Minha offering, that is giving a gift to the God of Israel with a pure heart, with pure motives, will cause his anointing to be upon our lives. Leviticus chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, it is written, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed, the tenth part of an ephah, a fine flour, for a meat offering, or a minha. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on pages 7 and 8, he explains that in Hebrew, Messiah, which is Mashiach, means anointed. And anointing and being anointed is being associated with it being done by oil. So not only does Messiah means anointed, but among others, priests and kings in Israel were anointed. We can see how priests in Israel were anointed from Exodus chapter 29 verse 5 and verse 7 as it is written and you shall take the garments and put upon Aaron the coat 
and the robe of the ephod, and the ephod, and the breastplate, and gird him with the curious girdle of the ephod. And you shall take the anointing oil, and pour it upon his head, and anoint him. Kings in Israel were anointed, as we can see from 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over his people, over Israel. Spiritually, in the New Covenant, the body of Messiah is a holy priesthood. We can see this from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5 and verse 9, as it is written. You also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to God by Yeshua HaMashiach. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him which called you out of darkness into his mark marvelous light. And in the new covenant, the body of Messiah is to be kings and priests unto him and unto his kingdom. In Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, it is written, And he has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. In Revelation chapter 20 verse 6, it is written, Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection, but they shall be priests of God and of Messiah, and they will reign with him a thousand years. The minha is used to make reconciliation with the God of Israel. We can see this in Ezekiel chapter 45 verse 17 as it is written and it shall be the prince's part to give burnt offerings and meat offerings or minha and drink offerings in the feasts and in the new moons and in the sabbaths and all solemnities of the house of Israel to make reconciliation for the house of Israel. The minha is used for consecration. Numbers chapter 6 verse 13 and verse 15 it is written and this is the Torah of the Nazarite who makes a vow of consecration unto the God of Israel. And a basket of unleavened bread cakes of fine flour mingled with oil and wafers of unleavened bread anointed with oil and their meat offering or minha and their drink offerings. The minha is linked with holiness. In First Chronicles chapter 16 verse 29 it is written, Give unto the Lord the glory do his name, bring an offering or minha and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of of holiness. We can see how the minha is linked to holiness from Psalm chapter 96 verses 8 and 9 as it is written. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name, bring an offering, a minha, and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, fear before him all the earth. A minha is linked with righteousness. We can see this in Malachi chapter 3 verse 3 as it is written. And he shall sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering or a minha in righteousness. A minha is linked with praising the God of Israel. In Psalm 141 and verse 2 it is written, Let my prayer be set forth before you as incense in the lifting of of my hands or praise as the evening sacrifice or minha. So let's summarize this last part of the teaching on the minha. Number one, the minha offering is given to the priest. In the new covenant, Yeshua is our great high priest. Therefore, ultimately, we give our gifts unto him. Number two, a minha offering was made during the annual festival season. The minha offering is a first fruits offering for the Feast of Shabbat or Pentecost. Number three, the minha offering is an offering made by fire. 
Spiritually, fire represents the trying and testing of our faith. Number four, the minha offering is offered with salt. Spiritually, salt represents an eternal committed relationship with the God of Israel. Number five, the minha offering is associated with cleansing. We are to have clean hands, referring to what we do, and a pure heart, referring to our motives before the God of Israel. Number six, the minha offering is associated with unleavened cakes. Spiritually, this represents sincere motives with a pure heart while seeking to live a holy life. Number seven, the minha offering is associated with oil and anointing. Spiritually, this represents the favor of the God of Israel upon our lives when we give our lives in service to him and his kingdom. Number eight, the minha offering is associated with reconciliation, consecration, righteousness, holiness, and giving praise to the God of Israel. Well, that's going to conclude our teaching on the minha offering. And we saw that primarily a minha is a gift that we give to others. And when we give to the God of Israel, he wants us to give him our best from our heart in service to him and his kingdom. The minha offering was put upon the altar of the God of Israel. We come to worship the God of Israel by putting offerings upon his altar. The minha offering was to be burnt upon the altar. Spiritually, this represents a total commitment unto the God of Israel. And the minha offering was to be offered with salt. Spiritually, this means the God of Israel wants an eternal relationship with us. As a part of the daily Tamid lamb burnt offering, wherein a lamb was offered in the morning as well as the afternoon, as a part of this service, a minha as well as a drink offering was put upon the altar of the God of Israel. In the end of days, there will be a restoration of the daily Tamid lamb offering service, and the scripture prophesies that the false messiah and those who are part of his beast system will demand that that altar be shut down. Given that this represents the continual worship of the God of Israel, the shutting down of that altar, which represents the cessation of worship under the God of Israel, will bring about the start of the great tribulation upon the earth. And when this event happens, the God of Israel calls for his people to weep, lament, and pray unto him with all their heart. And those who repent with a sincere heart, and not just outwardly with their lips, the God of Israel will respond by giving a minha unto his people, and end the exile of the twelve tribes of Israel by returning them to the land through the redemptive work of the Messiah. The minha is an offering given to the priest. It was given during the festival seasons. It is an offering made by fire and offered with salt. Because it represents a gift from our heart to the God of Israel, when we do it with clean hands, which represents what we do with a pure heart, it is associated with cleansing, reconciliation, consecration, righteousness, holiness, and giving praise to the God of Israel. It's to be offered with unleavened bread, which speaks to living a holy life before the God of Israel. And the minha was given with unleavened cakes baked in oil, oil representing God's favor, anointing, and blessing upon our life and our walk with him. So these are some of the 
things that are associated with the Minha offering. And I pray that in sharing this teaching with you, you can see the spiritual meaning of the Minha offering as it relates to our personal relationship with Yeshua and our service unto him and his kingdom. Now remember these words from 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. He that says he abides in him, he that says he's a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, ought himself to walk, that means to live our lives, even as he walked. And how did Yeshua walk? How did he live his life? He did so by keeping the commandments of his Father and seeking to do the will of his Father. Even so, Yeshua commanded us in John chapter 14, verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, the Minha offering, a gift from the heart. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.